Yo, yo, y'all, welcome to the Rain and Champs podcast. Man, it feels so good to finally say that. Sorry about the delays and all that other jazz. But on my right, I got my brother, Adrian. Who that? And to my left, I got my other brother. Yours, easy on the mic. That's my boy, Javon, right there, cooking. All righty, good people. I just want to do a good special shout out to anybody that's listening to this first episode podcast. So for me, it's Jordan on the ones and twos. And we're going to bring this in real uh, well, fellas. I've been looking forward to this. All right, so let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off. Since the NFL season's getting ready to kick on Thursday, just for a heads up, everybody, this is Tuesday that we are recording, so we don't know anything else going forward. Let's get into some NFL predictions. How y'all feel about that? It's the time to make, you know, these type of hot takes and whatnot, so. I mean, it's it's gonna keep coming until Thursday hit. Honestly, I, honestly, it's gonna keep hitting until Sunday hit because we that's, Thursday only one game, so yeah, got a whole week one. Let's exactly, ahead, rock it out, man. Like, all right, so uh, let's go ahead and start with the AFC because I feel like that's the weaker conference. Yeah, if you're an AFC fan, I'm calling you out. Uh, I agree. <laughs> it is the weaker conference. Don't you think so? All yeah. right, we got certain teams. That's about it. They, it's a splash. Like, you know how you ask for a splash of Coke? Like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's a splash of good teams. Yeah, it's definitely the weaker conference. You know, the same so. three teams go or not, but so we're, uh, what division are we going for? The AFC East? So, so we're doing division uh, predictions. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to do who do we feel like is going to win every division. division. Yeah, so what's going to be the team that's going to come out on top? All right. So we're going to go with the AFC East first. So you got the Buffalo Bills, you got the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. Adrian, who you feel like gonna win that division? It's a, it's a gimme, man. I'm gonna go ahead and go with exactly that. Exactly why go it's with so the, weak. Uh, the Jet. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Patriots, man. They gonna win that shit. Javon, what you? How you feeling? You gotta go with the Patriots, man. That division's weak as fuck. Come on, like. I agree. They have no competition in that vi- division, honestly. I agree. Like, well, who's the Dolphins' quarterback? Like, those are things like I like Tana to know about. Supposed to be starting. But that still, like they they might be the the other three teams might be competitive between them, but the Patriots they gonna win that shit again, man. That's a L. They might take one or two losses and win thirteen games. I agree, I agree. I think yeah, y'all summed that up very well. That was a yeah. fast division. That one's, yeah, that's easy. All west. right, you want to go west next? Or oh, we yeah, go west. west. All right, west. so let's see. We got the Denver Broncos. You got the Kansas City Chiefs. You got the San. Oh, excuse me. The Los Angeles yeah. Chargers mm. and the Oakland Raiders for the moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Javon, who you feel like is going to win that division? All right, for that one, I feel like this one's going to be pretty competitive, honestly. It like, is, it is. But if I had to really choose right now, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Ooh, I, I like that. that. I like that. I, they got they the only team right now besides Oakland that has a established quarterback. Phillip Rivers is a good, great quarterback, in my opinion. For a minute. Exactly. And to me, he's the best quarterback in the division right now. No debate. So, and then he got Keenan Allen. He stay healthy. He's a top wide receiver. They defense looking healthy. like it's going to be improved. They, I mean, the only, they don't, the only thing with their defense is hurting this year is Jason Verrett, I think, is out for the season or something like Wait, yeah. or was that last season? No, I believe that's this season. Let me do a quick I'm fact saying, I could have sworn that. I thought he got hurt, like, towards ACL or something. But Casey Hayward, he probably their best corner at least the last two or three years. So, I mean, I feel like the Chargers – they the favorite. I'm, I'm going to say they can go in like 10 wins. And yeah, then. You're right, Javon. July 27th, he tore his Achilles. He's out Achilles, for the year. Okay. I Damn. knew it was something. He was right. All right. So, Light, how you feel about it, man? Uh, this is a, this is honestly a toss-up for me. I'm going to just go with the Chiefs, man. They won game. is crazy. So, 
And that's what that's what I'm, that's what I'm rolling with right now. Kareem Hunt looked great, man. You know, the only reason I took the Chiefs down is because they got a young quarterback, man, and he has never started a game. He has a lot of potential, a lot of talent, but it's just like I don't know. Man. Yeah, I look at it. All you gotta do is hand the ball off. You can't, but in, the, in today's league, man, you gotta have you gotta be able to sling that bitch. I don't know. I for the most part, I think for the Ezekiel most part, Ezekiel saved Dak a lot. That is true. True. Very, that is true. Very I true. Think, I think Ezekiel. I guess saved true. Dak there a are lot. exceptions, but you got Andy Reid as the head coach. That's the only reason I give them still some hope because I'm again, like he's a quarterback guru. Yeah, he is. He will I, take I, anybody I that you throw him in there, and he will make them look amazing. All right. Um, you <laughs> who know you, who you rocking with, Jordan? So I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. I'm gonna go with the Chargers as well. And I, my my reason is a little different. I love Joey Bosa on that defensive line, by the way. And they brought my man Antonio Gates back. So I'm super yesterday. excited about that. But I honestly, I want to see Phillip win. That's like, I love Phillip. Like, yeah. as a fantasy player, like, anything. Like, yo, Phillip is my guy. And I feel like the, he has a decent enough defense behind him yeah. that can hold him down. You know, it's not as good as the Denver's defense. Denver's defense is still phenomenal. Because it's just what it is. I mean, we don't have to leave there, but I'm rolling with the Chargers, man. I, it's more for me that I want them to win the division than I believe they will. This will be a tight race. I can see two teams coming out of this division, mm-hmm. one winning it and one a wild card. I can definitely see that. That wouldn't surprise me at all. All right, so we're going to go to the AFC North now. All right. So we got the Baltimore Ravens, you got the Cincinnati Bengals, you got the Cleveland Browns, and then you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Adrian, tell me how you feel. I'm gonna say this. This is another one that's easy. I'm gonna go with the Steelers off rip. I do think it might be a wild card team out of here, though. I can't tell you who because I don't really know who by chance. But I mean, this division after like that first team, the rest of the other three teams are real competitive. Steelers gonna win this division though easily. Mm. Javon, how you feel? I don't think it's gonna be as easy, but I do see the Steelers winning it. But I feel like it's gonna be closer than it was last year. Like I feel like the Steelers gonna win like 11 games. I feel like. The Baltimore Ravens are going to push them for that division, honestly. I feel like Baltimore Ravens was literally supposed to be going to Super, I mean, the Super Bowl, but the playoffs, and they lost that last game, and they missed the playoffs. That's quite and that's true. how the Bills got in. So they was basically a winning-you-in team, and that's the only reason they didn't make it. So I feel like they win a game or two extra in that division. Who's to say that they might win that division? But I feel like Cincinnati's they they're always up in there. Like they they are every other year team. To me, they play well one season, win 10, 11 games. Next season they win six, seven games. So I feel like this day's season where they're gonna be like another competitive team too. But the favorite I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I feel like it's gonna be a three team race. I say sleeper team Browns though. Browns to me is gonna win six games, seven games. Ah, I was gonna ask y'all about that too. Yeah, you that got that that tandem they got at wide receiver position, man, is it's gonna be a fa- especially if they would have picked up Dez. That's why I was like, damn, they should pick up Dez, bro. That's gonna, a trio. Who you gonna put in the slot though? Jarvis. That's what he been doing his whole career. Yeah, but you think now he want to play that? Bro, he has to. If you have Dez, Dez can't play the slot. On I don't know if he's willing to. No, I'm, but I'm saying like I feel like honestly, I feel like for Jarvis's skill set. He would be a beast in the slot if you have Dez on one side and Josh going to the other side. Very true. That's a triple threat. Right that's what I'm there. saying. You put him in the slot, he getting open every time, dog. Like, that's easy money in my eyes. Then you got big Josh Gordon, fresh-ass legs. Flash, baby. Flash, baby. And then Dez, he wouldn't have to work as hard because he ain't going to be the focal point of the offense. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to call Dez. 
He gonna run the rock hard. Might throw it. <laughs> might even get a nigga out of the game. <laughs> but, I mean, hey. I think they got a well balanced offense though. I just don't know if they really got enough the, the firepower. That's the only thing. Quick question: Who you taking? Who y'all taking? Baker Mayfield or Terod Taylor? Okay. If I had to say who I'm gonna start with right now, I'm gonna go with the vet. The vet. But respect. I can understand if they, you know, want to, you know, side with Baker as the the number one pick. They might want to just throw him they out. Dra- the they drafted him for a reason. Exactly, but no, just right? Saying. He, he a week one starter. Wonderful. And he is on the depth chart. He's number one. So yeah, because I I think they should let Baker sit for a little bit, man. Like, yeah, like especially I don't want him to get thrown out there in that fire. Especially you don't have to. And if yeah. he doesn't perform well. Next thing you know, he's a bust or he's another Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. So I would like for him to sit for a little bit, especially if he can get some of that heat off him. So if he comes in as a second-year or third-year quarterback, it's a lot less pressure yeah. on him. Yeah. You know, Tyrod know, just took the Bills to the playoffs. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Tyrod, he's, <laughs> he, he don't get the credit that he deserves a lot of the time because they look at him as just being like a safe quarterback, which he is. He don't turn the ball over a lot and everything, but – he do what he got to do to help his team win. Like, that's to me, not turning the ball over is a huge thing. Like, yeah. you're not creating extra scoring opportunities for the other team. So, I mean, and his legs keep plays alive and whatnot. Very true. That's why Shady McCoy played so well for him. I agree. So, for me, um, I, I'm going to roll with the Steelers as well. I don't really like any of these teams in this division. Um, Steelers will win it. You know, I, I don't like the Steelers because how they do my man Le'Veon Bell. But that's for another story. Yes. Cincinnati, they just don't have it together. The Browns will be good down the road. I think they're finally starting to put the pieces together. Yeah, talent finally. Yeah, like those young – they're drafting better. Way better. That's always been a problem. Their draft has always been horrendous. Like Miles Garrett looking like he up next. Boy, <laughs> ain't he. So I have good faith in them. The thing that scares me with the Ravens is Joe Flacco still being the number one quarterback. Yeah. Lamar Jackson being a third quarterback. Yeah, because I see RG3. RG3 is the second. Now, don't get me mistaken. I'm not shout out, mad shout at Shout out that. RG3 real quick. But, I mean, he didn't look bad in preseason, so, I mean, I'm not surprised. They want to let the rookie chill. My nigga Thrizzle. Not get his fit. <laughs> Thrizzle. Hey, yo. Hey, you got to be stopped. You got to be stopped early. Look. All right. We, we off that, man. We off that. All right. So, we're going to go to the AFC, AFC South, South, fellas. All right. So, teams for the AFC South. We're going with the Houston Texans. We're going with the Indianapolis Colts. We're going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we are going with the Tennessee Titans. Javon, talk to me. All right. I'm going to say the favorite is Jacksonville. That defense is real. Mm-hmm. Very. Very real. I mean, I feel like they missing somebody got hurt or whatever. Um, Talking about Jacksonville? Yeah, I feel like somebody's injured right now. From the defense? Big part of their defense. I really can't put a finger on it, but either way, like, they have a great defense. No, I'm thinking about, uh, what's his name? Marquis Lee got hurt, but that's awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to hurt. That's going to suck. I used to love him at USC. Yeah, but they Jalen Ramsey talking all the shit. He's going to have to back it up. But if it, I feel like if anybody – It's going to be interesting to see. I feel like he lived for that shit, though. He loved – Shit talking. So Boy, I feel like that's just going to make him better. So you got him on one side. You got Boy on the other side. You got that D-line. They linebackers fast. I mean, they got an overall solid. The only weakness they defense is probably their safeties. But the offense is the thing you got to worry about because you never know what Blake Borders going to give you. So, I mean, but I'm going to still say their favorite. I feel like I feel like the Texans going to be pushing Tennessee for that second spot. I feel like they might come out of the, uh, the division, too, as a uh, – 
wild card team. I can see that. Because you, I feel like with the, the Tennessee Titans, we just got to see what Mariota going to give them because he regressed to me a sure. lot. Even though he had a certain games where he – yeah, some good he games last thing, season. But, like, when you look at his numbers and, like, what he did from his first two seasons of last year, like, he regressed a lot. But, I mean, he has had a different offensive coordinator every year, too. So, sure. that's never good for a young quarterback. So Thank you for shedding that light. I say that all the time. I'm going to save the reason why I say that all the time for a later part. <laughs> but we're going to get back to that. Adrian, talk to me. Who you feel like is going to win the AFC South? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jaguars. I feel like um, I would want to see the Colts do well. Is Luck playing? Yeah. He going to be good? We'll see. It's been a couple of years since yeah, we've seen Andrew Luck. Good, but he's, he it's, been, it's been a couple of years. That's why I would like to see Luck playing well. But just off the strength of who I honestly think is going to win this division, I'm going to go with the Jaguars, though, for real. So, I'm going to just keep it simple and rock with them. So, so How you I agree. Jordan? I agree. Jacksonville should win this division. They should win this division. Anything can happen. In this division, I do agree. I think the tech, um, the Titans can push them, and I feel like that would be my other AFC wild card team. So I think it'll be two teams out of the West and then two teams out of that South. You don't think the Texans can push them? See, look, if Deshaun Watson come back if, and play well, that that's if JJ Watt coming back. That's the kicker. Can they stay healthy? That's the main thing. They them. stay healthy. The they, Texans they win the division. Yeah, about to say, Texas. They was looking at last year until people started getting hurt. Yeah, Deshaun exactly. Watson was. Fucking Boy, remember that him and versus Russell Wilson? That was his coming out party. Yeah. So that's my team. If if barring injuries, Brown rolling with the Texans. Bro, I love Watson. I remember when we was in Miami last year and they were showing that shit on the Monday Night Football game against the Bengals. Oh yeah. That was another game where he he got off that game, bro. I mean, he broke that like fifty yard run off of that Boy. scramble. Boy. Like that, I mean, you never really saw that in college. Like you knew he could move and everything, but you yeah. never really seen him like really break a, you know, a fifty-yard, sixty-yard run or something like that. I agree. He showed his athleticism right there. So I agree. Sean Watson, he he might be next up too. He he should he be th- next. Yeah, up. Yeah, I say he definitely, especially if he build on what he did last year. Because that defense, you still got Jadavion Clowney yeah, exactly. on that back. Still got him a and JJ Watt, which we still haven't seen them play too much together yeah, due to one done. of them being injured, which sucks. But that defense is still, you know, they're ready. All right, so now we're about to get to the better. Oh, yeah, shout out my man D-Hop. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, so now we're going to get into the better conference in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The yeah, clear better, the NFC. So if you haven't realized something as you've been listening so far, we have not told you who our favorite teams are. They all lie in the NFC. Yep. So we're gonna start with my man Adrian first. What Adrian, that? what's your favorite team and what division do y'all play? <sighs> Unfortunately, <laughs> the size. Unfortunately, stressing his voice though. Look, it's been a stressful fifteen years. Unfortunately, I'm a I'm a Redskins fan, but that's my team. I'm gonna rock with them no matter what. NFC East. We've had some division titles, two to three over the past ten years at least, maybe. Talk but, your talk. But talk your talk. Yeah, that's what I'm rocking with. That's the Redskins. So, that's what it is. I hear that. Javon, what's your team? What division are you playing? You know, I'm representing the NFC West. Uh, I'm a Niner fan. We done went through some hard times <clears throat> in recent years. You know, my man Harbaugh and left and everything. But we, we, we back on the up and up, man. You know, like some hurt. In your voice a little I bit. Mean, a little hey, bit yo, that Harbaugh thing, my though. My nigga Cap been out of here. <laughs> oh. Hey, yo, you're, I don't know if y'all ever seen that meme, but it had Wolverine 
looking at a picture. Oh yeah, in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> I was like that for at least till last year. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. Every time I see a picture of Harbaugh or him on TV, I'm just like, why is he not still on our team? I was in full tears when I see that. Nah, but I feel I feel like we on the up and up, man. I feel like the energy that. We put off the the last at the end of the last season and coming into this season, like the team has a whole different energy compared to last year. Like people seem way more upbeat. Shanahan, you know, he gonna do his thing on offense. I got a lot of confidence uh-huh. in him. Um, Jimmy G coming through, uh-huh. about to be slanging the rock. We'll see what he does. We, we hear you. I know y'all hear me. Y'all gonna see too. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, because you put him on your lock screen. So you got you're to dog. A lot in him. Gucci go rock. Don't ever you heard it here first. Let's <laughs> cut it out. Gucci go right, rock. We're, we're done with you. We're, we're done with you. Oh, but damn, I'm sorry to say my man McKinnon got hurt, though. That that hurt. I peeped. I felt bad for you on that one, though. All right, so I guess that's left for me, right? All right. I'm an Atlanta Falcon fan from the NFC South, man. You know, I'm looking forward to this year, year two in our offense with our new offensive coordinator. We're going to see how we rock, man. We got the hardest division in the NFL. It's going to be a tough fight for us. But um, I'm here for everything. Thanks for Shani. You're welcome. Because that makes me a disgruntled Falcon fan is what he did as an offensive coordinator with us. But I ain't even going to get into that because that's a long story and a long day I had. Man, these these Falcon fans are so unappreciative of a guy that made Matt Ryan an MVP because of a fuck up. I mean, yeah, it was at the worst time, but he made y'all offense deadly, dog. So you're trying to tell me I've never had a deadly offense from Matt Ryan before? I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying, but he won the MVP before that season, though. He wasn't, but we won more games, and he had a better statistically correct season when we didn't have Shanahan. When he got y'all to the Super Bowl, too. Yeah, and he also lost us to the Super Bowl. It's a lot of things that go in and out. Hey, man, with that. y'all defense ain't step up either. No, it did. That defense held it together. The offense couldn't stay on the field. The that, defense is it was tired. The you can't do nothing with that. They held up the first three and a half quarters. We have no depth. We were all young. True. And, we, you know what I'm saying, we're also missing like a cornerback, defensive tackle, wasn't there. There's a lot of things that played with that. But it was just a few plays that changes that whole quarter True. game. I so, remember some of them. You know, I'm not saying Shanahan's the worst offensive coordinator, but I had him for two years. My first year we started up five, six and one. We finished that year eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Next year we got hot and went eleven and five. We just went hot going into the playoffs. I'm, I'm, nobody stop us. I'm just hoping he learned from that Super Bowl game, like things he should have kept doing, things he should have probably not did during that game. That's all I'm hoping he took that with him, man. And so it's, it's not that I'm, you know, I don't appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I seen the Super Bowl. It's the second one I've seen with me being alive. We don't get many opportunities for that. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's it's hard. The NFL is different. Very, so I'm, very different. You know, so I'm not. It's not that I'm unappreciative of what Shanahan did. I just, you know, I, I could have did without him. Because <laughs> he, and also it's another personal reason. Roddy White is my favorite Falcon player of all time, and he's the reason why Roddy White wasn't playing with us during that Super Bowl year. So that's another reason what kind of little bothers me about him. But uh, I'm gonna get off of all that. So let's go ahead and get into the predictions for the rest of the NFC. So we're gonna start with the most neutral division first, that nobody has a team a part of, and let's go with the NFC North. So we're going to have the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Javon, who you got, and tell me why. Got to go many, man. Mm. Uh, they got they improved at QB's position. They You said they what? They improved at the QB position. Okay. So you're telling me Case Keenum is not an – I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins is not an improvement over Case Keenum? Oh, he going to get into it. I'm just – 
I'm just talk about my, it. Just Typical skins man. fan, bro. Look, he I'm making it sound like Kirk some love. That's all. Okay, I know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I feel like Kirk is going to a better it. situation. I just needed to hear that. That's yeah. All. I mean, Kirk ain't no bum. Kirk, he's a very, very solid QB, man. Like he, he's top, me a top ten QB. I was gonna say top ten. Yeah. I was gonna say top five just to talk shit, but he's no, he's not top ten, top five. But he definitely, yeah. he, he close. I'll say that. But he going to a better situation, going to a team with an actual yeah, great defense. Y'all say he's a top what quarterback? I said top ten. He's a top ten. Top ten, yes, he's a top ten. Top ten quarterback. Yes. All right, y'all can tell. Yes, he's top ten. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he going to a better situation. He got two solid ass receivers around him with Diggs and uh, Thielen. He got a good run game around him. He got very good defense around him. So they my favorite. I feel like Green Bay gonna help push a little bit though with Aaron Rodgers coming back. You never can count him out, man. I mean, my man just got the bag and everything. So uh, yeah, sure the, the Lions super bag. I'm about to say the Lions. I feel like gonna be about the same as they were last year, like pushing, but. I don't think they're gonna get yeah, to the playoffs. Matthew Stafford is only gonna get you, but so far, exactly. I feel like they'll go like another nine and seven. I they had like. a they had a good season last no, year. They though, went nine and seven. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they're gonna have the same record, but I just feel like the Packers gonna. Then they made the play. Then they made the playoffs. No, they didn't. Or was that the year before? That was the year before. Maybe. That was the year before. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I feel like gonna come back and win like ten games and maybe get into the playoffs possibly. I mean, Aaron Rodgers can get you extra three rings. So, that's my favorite. Chicago, I feel like going to prove maybe two or three games. Man, get Chicago up out of here, dog. Dog. They some bums. But offensively, um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and rock with the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers Ooh, okay. has something. He has something to prove. He do. He got that bag though. Like he gonna that. he gonna come out and he gonna come out slinging that thing. Yes, I agree. I mean, it's between honestly between them and the Vikings. But I think Aaron Rodgers with his experience is gonna get that team where they need to be. So that's who I'm rocking with off rip. So. Okay, I ain't mad at that, yo. I'm not mad at either pick, but I'm rolling with Javon on this one, man. I'm going with the Vikings. The only reason why I'm really going with the Vikings is that defense. That's I mean, the main that reason. Defense is lights out. Top five. They do have a they do have a good defense. I ain't gonna front, bro. Xavier Rhodes is top, a lot. Top five. Boy, corner. top three cornerback. Yeah, he's nice. Xavier Rose is I've put him up top three. You know what I'm saying? Like one way or the other. I'm top three, top five. However you feel, he's a great he's great yeah. nonetheless. And he's gonna he just brings a different dimension to that mm-hmm. defense. So, and Harrison Smith back there too with him. Come on. And then Anthony Bars, your linebacker. Michael Kendrick. Four. Oh not Michael Kendrick, but Eric Kendrick's back come there. Eric Everson Griffin. Griffith or Griffin, whatever his name is. They just got an overall. They got everything. They got a solid ass line. They got yeah. good linebackers. Got a pretty decent secondary, one stud back there. But then you got, well, no, you got two studs. Cause I forgot you got Xavier Rose and Harrison Smith. So. And then now that you add in a top fifteen quarterback with Kirk Cousins, exactly. You said a what? I said top fifteen. <laughs> no, that nigga, that nigga's top ten, bro. All right, we'll go. We'll, we'll have an episode and we'll rank them. We'll rank the top ten quarterbacks. Cause I'm definitely not putting Case Keenum over him or Blake Bortles. I I didn't say either or one. Or Jared of those. Goff. He got, he got him up. I didn't say any any one of the above, but um, he's definitely better than Keenum. I won't say. I mean, I'm not, I mean, he he's better. That's why I'm giving them like the Vikings should be a Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, like they should. I mean, last year they were a Super Bowl favorite, so yeah, they should be better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I'm saying I agree. I think Case Keenum was the bottom 15 quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Kirk Cousins at minimum is the top 15. Yeah, so you're automatically getting better. So yeah. much better, yeah. and you get my man Dalvin Cook back. Yeah, and they still got Latavius Murray. They're gonna be tough, yeah. man. 
So I'm rolling with the Vikings. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers does have a point to prove, so I can understand Adrian picking the Packers because mm-hmm. them boys is going to come. Aaron Rodgers got the super bag. He's going to prove, you know, why he got that money, why he deserves that money, you know, all that jazz. So I'm looking forward to seeing, actually, what Green Bay does. I just feel like they don't surround Rodgers with enough weapons or build that offense around him, kind of like what, like, New England does with, like, Tom Brady and stuff like that. That's my only pickle with the Packers. But I can't even really say New England surround Brady with like a bunch of. They just build. They just build, they just build around that system. That's what it really exactly. is. Exactly. But I feel like they don't really go out there and get nobody that you really would think is really going to help. It's just that they just know what works for that shit. And I think that's what all that matters. Yeah. Because that's what they're doing. They're like, oh, we don't have to get the most flashiest players, but these people work for our system. Like his offensive line is a blocking offensive line. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not great run blockers. They're sure. phenomenal pass blockers, though. They're gonna make sure Tom Brady doesn't get touched. Mm-hmm. That's why I say the key to beating New England is when you like, get pressure. Yeah, when you come to New England, like they be having some good running backs sometimes, but they don't be focused on. Dog, like they have like three or four different running backs. Yeah, well, Garrett Blount's probably their most consistent one in the like last couple years. I agree. So like that, that's my only gripe with the Packers. I just feel like they don't do enough for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Respect. You know. All right, so we're going to get into um, Javon's division. We're going to go with the NFC West. Since Javon is a 49ers fan, I'm going to throw this to Adrian first so he can have his tidbit, then we'll let Javon go. Talk about his Niners. So talk to me, Adrian. Niner gang. Shout out to your Niners, but I'm going to keep it real with you. Rams are going to hold that shit down. Just just keeping it real, my honest opinion. Rams are going to hold it down. Seahawks. Their defense took a lot of steps back, so I don't see them doing anything. I agree. And Cardinals. <laughs> they lost Tyron Matthew. Oh, that I was I terrible. See, I don't see them honestly doing anything. Shout out to what's the name now? Shout out to the Seahawks. Jerron Brown on the Seahawks. Watch out for him now. Wide receiver. We watch, watch out. Just watch out. But just to keep it real, Niners, I'm, a, I'm curious to see what y'all going to do. But I got to roll with the Rams on this one, though. So. All right. I ain't mad at that pick. So, Javon, with that being said, though, or nonetheless, it's your division. Tell me how it's going to unfold. I feel like the Rams are the favorite. And that's not me being unbiased and everything, but I feel like you got to go with them. They got the most talent. So, on paper, I, they obviously like the most talented team in that Gurley's division. Gurley's a problem. Gurley's a, a definitely a problem. I Boy. fucking agree. You got Gurley. You just re-signed Aaron Donald. Got Sue on that shit. Picked up Marcus Sway. Peters and a kid to leave. So on paper, these motherfuckers look stacked. But just because you see all that don't mean anything. Because I mean, everybody thought the fucking Jaguar defense was stacked last year, and we ended up beating them. So I mean, I feel like they definitely the favorites, though. I would give them that. I feel like we gonna be the second team. Um, I feel like Jimmy G has definitely. I feel like he has that Tom Brady effect in a way. I feel like in a way. He doesn't need the best receivers to be effective, but I feel like he has a very, very good connection with Garcon and Marquise Goodwin. And Marquise Goodwin, but Marquise Goodwin, people weren't even looking at him as like being of a legit receiver. They were just looking at him as a deep threat guy, and he almost had a thousand yards out of like literally nowhere last year because him and Jimmy G just. They have a connection, though. I don't know what it is. So you going with your boys or you going with the Rams? Going with the Rams. But I feel like we could sneak in on a wild card. I like that. Yeah, I got Arizona being trash. All right. That's a clean sweep, man. I got the Rams, too. I mean, for both the reasons you guys made, the Rams defense. For me, if y'all haven't realized, if you don't have, like, a really, really overpowered offense, 
if you have a great defense, defense is going to carry you, no mm-hmm. matter what, at least to the regular season. Yeah. Defenses can get exposed in the playoffs because that preparation, uh, offensive coordinator can rip apart a good defense at times. We see that happen all the time. But as far as regular season, those defenses hold you down. If your offense is in a slump, your playbook is just not hitting right, you know, defense won't, lo- defense won't lose you games. If your defense is great, they won't lose it. They'll keep you alive at least to give you a good two-minute warrant. I mean, two-minute um, offense. So, nonetheless, I'm going with the Rams as well. Their offense was amazing even last year. Like, I felt like that was their coming out party. Mm-hmm. Like, I played them in the playoffs week one. I mean, the first week in the playoffs, and I'm like, oh, these boys is for real. I said, yeah. you know, they're not ready yet, but they coming, at least the offensive side. So, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, but, Javon, I'll, I'll give you credit. You guys closed phenomenal last year. You did. Mm-hmm. I was shocked, surprised, mm-hmm. but I'm happy. I'm, You know, I like to see teams bounce back like that. So, I am looking forward to seeing how your offense plays out. I am it's trash that McKinnon got hurt and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be Rams, 49ers, and then I don't think anybody else is going to be decent. Russell Wilson's going to yeah. keep him alive. Maybe they might go True. eight and eight, seven, I seven mean, and nine. And they still got better. some odd, solid players on their defense, but it's like the identity of the defense is like gone. Yeah, they got, rest- they got restructured that defense. They got traded Fitzgerald because they're going two and uh, 14, the Cardinals. All right, so we are going to go next door to the NFC East. Adrian, this is going to oh, be your time, my man. Hello. So, of course, we have the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Redskins. So, since Adrian is a Redskins fan, we're going to let Javon roll first on this one and give us his tidbit. Who you got? Got to go with the Eagles. Only because I don't feel like any other, other three teams really improve. Uh, I feel like... Dak is going to be Dak. I really don't see him doing too much better. I feel like Zeke is Zeke coming back is going to help a lot. But they lost Dez, even though a lot of people might look at it like it's not really a loss. They Without him, they receiving core is nothing to really worry about. Like, I mean, they, who they number one? Cole Beasley? Terrence Williams? Like, yeah. they receiving core is probably the worst in the league right oh, now. Oh, yeah. They, they, they did take a step Their back defense there. is going to be solid. That depends. Like, Sean Lee get hurt. So so often, yeah. very, Demarcus very Lawrence, he he a stud. Yes, but yeah, you're right. Sean Lee, when he playing, they defense is very solid. But you never know. He's he get hurts at the moment. Notice, uh, I feel like the Redskins can be better next season, but I just don't know how Alex Smith is gonna fit in. I fool Alex Smith. That's my guy. But he's a very tight end driven quarterback. So I feel like if Jordan Reed is healthy, we got two tight ends. But one of them always fucking hurt. But we got two. Vernon Davis ain't been Vernon Davis since he. He had a good season last year. He had a solid season, but he that ain't the Vernon Davis I'm used to seeing as a 49er he's fan. About, he's pushing 40. Bro, he's like 34. Pushing 33. 40. <laughs> Come on. He was a physical freak. Let me see how he did. Let's talk. He, had, he was solid. He won't like nothing special. Good. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, when you, man, look, when you pass 32, you pushing 40. Man, Antonio Gates is still fucking balling out that bitch. He had 648 yards, which is solid. Like I said, he's solid, but he not at this time in his career. I don't know if you want him being your number one, but the only thing I will say, him and Alex have played together before, so they already have true. They have a connection in that way, and I, that, he had some of his best seasons with Alex. So I will give him Good. the benefit of the doubt with that. That's when he was getting like thirteen touchdowns and shit. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, man. I feel like New York is gonna be better if if they can stay healthy. 
for yeah, Eagles. All right, so Eagles and then Redskins might be number two. I say you? Eagles number one. I feel like it might be mm. Dallas number two, but I feel no. But I feel like y'all will. <laughs> I feel like Dallas and Redskins will actually tie record wise. Ain't mad at that. But I feel like they might have like a tiebreaker type joint. But I feel like y'all have the same record. So you're saying you can see a potential wild card out of the NFC East or Yeah, I can see any of y'all sliding in that bitch maybe, but I don't really have no confidence in y'all. Mm. Okay. All right, so now we're gonna throw it to my man that is What's a up? fan of this division. The Washington Redskins fan himself. Adrian, tell me how this division gonna go, man. We're up. I'm gonna just keep it real. I see the Eagles probably taking this division. I'm look, I've been a Skins fan since I can remember. Years. So I already know how I go. I'm not gonna get my hopes. I don't get my hopes up with these niggas, dog. I can see us maybe sneaking into the wild card. Adrian's really messed us up. So if we can stay healthy, I think we're gonna be alright. If we can honestly stay healthy. We may have a shot at the first place, but we got to stay healthy. Niggas is already getting injured. I don't even want to get into that because. Yeah, I ain't going to speak on your injuries. But, I mean, we picked up AP because of that, so. Sleeper pick. I don't care what nobody so, says. That was a sleeper pickup to me. So, I mean, I think. Only thing is, I really don't like our receiving core. Besides our tight ends, I don't like our wide receivers. I like Doxon, but after that, I mean, Crowder. He's a small receiver, so it's like gotta respect Crowder though, man. He got y'all in um, catches and yards last year. But he, to me, like I said, I'm a Skins fan. That's my guy. But he's not a he's not elite to me. Okay, I understand that part. Like I said, if we can stay healthy, defense can stay healthy because defense is what goes first. Our offensive line goes. If we can stay healthy. I think we have a shot at surprisingly shocking the NFL and taking number one in that division. Mm. But off rip, mm. I'm going to go with the Eagles. So Okay, so you're going with the Eagles and then you're saying the Redskins would be two, though. Dallas is trash. The Giants is cool, but they trash, too. <laughs> hey, talk your talk, man. It's your division, bro. You know your division better than anybody else. You see them twice a year. All right, so for me, I'm rolling with the Eagles as well. I mean, it's... You know, no no disrespect to anybody else in that division, but the Eagles have the same team as last year, and they only got better. Um, so I feel like the Eagles should take it. The Eagles are in a solid position. Um, all they did was get better. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about the Eagles also. So, I mean, Wentz is going to get healthy, and yeah. that's going to be scary. Is, uh, what's his name healthy? Uh, what's his name? The wide receiver? Alshon? Alshon's not going to play week one. Okay. His shoulder is still out. So, that's going to be that. Yeah, Alshon's hurt and um, Wentz is hurt. But mm. other than that, the rest of them are healthy. So, my, my tidbit for the rest of that division, though, is that division is one of the weirdest divisions that we have in the NFL. They go – one team wins a lot of games one year and then loses the next year. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that scares me, like – if I didn't feel like Doug Peterson was a good coach, then I would say the Eagles can fall same victim to that. Because you got to remember, mm -hmm. the Giants, how good they were. To they were 11 and, then, and 5 years And then before. fell off. Yeah. Dallas. They were randomly won a Super Bowl and fell off. There you go. Like, Dallas was great. Fell off. Like, the Redskins, y'all, like, normally stay right. Y'all stay relevant. We stay trash. But it's like y'all will win. Y'all never really have like a shit-ass season, though. But y'all perform like a great game. Like like last year, you remember when y'all – I remember y'all smoked the Raiders. Yeah. Smoked them on prime yeah. time. And we're like, oh, here it comes. The Redskins, you know, here it is. 
and then you know y'all just l- find a way to lose games. Y'all don't that's, get blown that's, out. That's that's, y'all that's don't our suck. thing. Like we will find we will the actual Redskins will find a way to lose a game. We'd be winning, but we make sure we do what we can to lose. So uh, that, that that's what confuses me about that division. But nonetheless, I'm gonna go with the Eagles one, and then I would honestly say the Redskins would be two with a healthy Jordan Reed. Alex Smith having a familiar target with Vernon Davis, and Jordan Reed is a top three tight end when healthy. So Captain Checkdown can have some people to eat. I like that. And with AP, I don't care what nobody says, that is a sleeper signing. He is still have a lot in the tank. So he's going to punch through and really run the ball and try to control Physical it. Physical freak. Yeah, because Alex Smith needs that. So they're going to be a running dominant, a dominant team still. So I feel like the Redskins have a shot <laughs> to do some numbers. So I uh, we'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing what Alex Smith does with the Redskins, to be honest, because he's not going to lose you no games. I'm Alex Smith will not lose you a game. Kirk Cousins can lose you a game. He can throw that ball deep True. down that middle that, with that bad, deep accuracy he has and get it picked. Won't be like that so much with the Vikings because he won't need to do that. But Alex Smith is not going to need to win you games. He's going to control the game. He's a game, game control. Manager. Exactly, like game that. manager. So, for me, the Redskins got some – We'll see. We have, there's, like, eyes on the Redskins. That's how I would put it. There would be eyes on you guys. So, with that being said, we're going to go to the last division in the NFL. Mm. My division. Like I said before, the best division in the NFL. Y'all can argue with me if you want, but it is what it is. I'll have my mm. argument at the end. So, um, Adrian, we'll throw it to you first, man. Um, so, between the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who do you feel like comes out and why? I'm going to probably go with the Falcons. Good choice. I'm going to go with your boys. Your offense is high-powered. Saints has a high-powered offense as well, too, and their defense is pretty solid. They do. But it's something, I don't know, man. Like, y'all running game is pretty solid. Y'all passing game is pretty solid with Matty Ice. Ice, baby. Y'all, at least over these past, like, five years or so, y'all been – the most consistent team in that division. The Panthers, if Cam can get right and have like a great year, I can see him sneaking in. Wasn't it like three to three teams yeah, that made that they had I mean, three they teams in the playoffs year. last year? Yeah. That, that was pretty crazy. Three teams. Um Bucks is trash. Let's just not well, no. But um <laughs> they went on hard knocks last year. Thinking they was about to do something. Oh, they drafted a kicker. And then <laughs> <laughs> cut a week two, and then and then they uh they just had a bad season. Shout out uh Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson though. Shout out him though. But yeah, I do rock well. But um yeah man, I got y'all man. And then Saints man, I I I like what they do. Drew Brees is still Drew Brees after like ten plus years. So <sighs> unfortunately he is. So um yeah, that's what that's what I'm rolling with. I'm going with the Falcons and then possibly. The Saints, see what they can do. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. You chose, you chose the right team. All right, Easy, talk to me, man. Who do you think comes out the NFC South and why? I'm going to go with the Saints. I feel like the Saints are – You're trash. I don't even I'll fool with the Saints like that. But, no, I feel like the Saints are the favorite for me, not because they won last year, but I just feel like they have a little more versatility on offense because they got so many different weapons that they kind of – like they don't really pinpoint any one player – like, got Kamara coming out the backfield, and they might do the same thing with uh, Mark Ingram. Then Michael Thomas, he looking like he might be a top five receiver soon. 
Um, I feel like they got oh Teg in. You know, you never count him out going deep. It's true. Um, they defense has definitely improved. Like it's like part of the first time in a long time that the Saints had actually a good defense to go along with the great offense. I can so, agree with that as well. I, that's why I've, I'm going to give them a slight edge. But I feel like instead of the Falcons being the third team in the division, I'm going to get to let them move up ahead of the uh, Panthers and take the second-place division route. But I feel like I, I feel like it's going to be another one of those uh, divisions where two teams have the same record, but I feel like the Saints might have a tiebreaker and win the division. But I feel like the Saint, uh, Falcons will be the second team to make it. Carolina, I feel like might be competitive, but like a nine and seven record, but miss the playoffs. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna go with in that division. All right, I ain't mad at that, man. I can't be. I can't be. I got a great Saints fan. Shout out to my brother Spy. Not bad. All right, so I guess y'all should know where we're going with this. I'm, I'm going to be biased as well as giving an honest opinion. I think the Falcons will win this division, but it will be tight. It will be a super tight race. We're going to split with the Saints like we always do. Somebody's going to win at home. Somebody's going to win away. Mm-hmm. It's just how it goes every year. The Saints have a great team, I'm not going to lie. As you spoke on that defense, they have a young defense, but the best part about that defense is they're fast. Mm-hmm. So they get to the ball quick. But at the end of the day, I'm not counting my defense out. Deion Jones is going to be the, one of the top linebackers. Mark my words. Trufant, still my guy as a corner. Him and Alfred, I'm great with them. Now, my concern on offense is the development of my tight end as Austin Hooper and as well as Calvin Ridley, my my receiver that we just drafted. I like I like Hooper, though, man. I do, too. I do, too. I just need him to be consistent. Very true. My thing with Ridley, though, is he reminds me of my, my guy, Roddy. So that's why I enjoy him. The reason why he reminds me of Roddy is because he's such a polished route runner, but he drops the ball. Mm. I watched him in preseason. His hands, he drops a lot of passes that, like, hit him in his hands. Roddy did that first thing, that that same thing his first year with Vic. Everybody thought Roddy was going to be a bust. Mm-hmm. Roddy wasn't catching the ball. Then he turned around to be, you know, our franchise leading receiver of all time. So, I have a lot of faith in him. Nonetheless, I have a lot of faith in our offense. It's our second year. And I'm going to go back to the reason why I said I'm glad you brought up uh, the other quarterback has a lot of offensive coordinators. So does Matt Ryan. Nobody gives Matt Ryan that that he has multiple offensive coordinators, multiple playbooks he has to learn, from bootlegging to pro style to shotgun. Like, Matt Ryan has to do a lot, and with an interchangeable offensive line. So, with year two, with any year two that we have as a coordinator, we have a record year. We win a lot of games. We blow a lot of teams out. We have a lot of padded stats. It's a good year. And I want to see what Tevin Coleman's going to do because it's his contract year. And I'm scared he's going to walk to be, like, a prominent running back. So I really want to see what we can do with him right now. So nonetheless, that's what I'm rolling with. I think Saints will be team two. It'll be 1A, 1B, us and the Saints, tight race. The Panthers, they're going to be good. DJ Moore that they drafted is looking solid out there. Cam is still a former MVP of this league. Can't count them out. So they it's possible yet again that there can be – Three teams coming out of this division, but I just won't say that because it's so rare. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's us and the Saints, and the Panthers have a shot. Now, the Bucks. the only reason why I'm not putting the Bucks anywhere in this list Trash. is because James Winston is suspended in the beginning. Well, I mean, four games. Four games, and then they feel like he's not even going to be the starter when he comes back. Anytime you have a scare at quarterback, the deepest position, the best position you should have, it scares me of your program. So – 
I don't feel like they're going to be the best team. Plus, I don't really like Tampa either, if you want me to be honest. <laughs> so, I'm putting them at the bottom of the barrel. So, nonetheless, I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons, number one, Saints 1B, and the Panthers have a shot to sneak in. But this is a division that I feel like is the hardest. I hope it's not the hardest this year. <laughs> I'd rather not be that difficult. Y'all understand three teams winning that many games and every game, is, it's real tight like that. So, nonetheless, I'm hoping that we take care of business and do what we're supposed to do this year. I am looking forward to this year. And nonetheless, all right, so, man, I think that was a real good recap of the season predictions, man. So, um, I didn't watch it this year, but I know, Adrian, you watched Hard Knock. So, you mind getting a little bit into that so we can hear, like, you know, how it went unfolding and whatnot? All right, just a, just a quick little recap of Hard Knocks. Uh, the final episode that aired tonight, like we said, we were recording on Tuesday. I didn't watch it yet, but just from the past month that I've been watching it, it's been pretty good. Like, I... I fool with the Browns organization, like, as far as just, like, what they got going on, how they trying to rebuild the team. Um, HBO does a good job of making everything look good and whatnot. So, I mean, you know how hard knocks goes. They basically, they're showing the team during their offseason. Like, that between, like, the week before they go into the preseason games and basically the whole preseason game, making a final cut for their roster and everything like that. HBO did a good job this year as well, too, of just going through that whole process. So, I mean, you know, when they following the team, you know they got players that they're going to cut and whatnot and players that they're going to keep. For me watching it, I didn't see any players that they cut yet, but it's just a couple of players, like, as far as – I mean, we all know the stars on the team and everything. I'll get yeah, into that in a second. But I'm going to first talk about, like, the people that they – the people that's on the bubble, that's, you know, who the camera follows the most throughout the whole process. And that's what I love Hard Knocks for, man. It's yeah. those bubble players, those people you don't know if they're going to make it. You fall in love with those players. You know, you, you get, Very you get true. attached and you want them to make it so bad. So that is something I agree that I love about Hard Knocks. But continue. No, you good. But it's um, – because it's been – in previous years, they've had niggas that I was really full with and they cut them. I was like, damn, this nigga ain't make the team. So, Agreed. Um, I feel like it might be one or two players this season, but I kind of low-key think they, like, all the people they following this year, they might make the team. Like, everybody they're following. Oh, it really? may be one player that might not make it, but honestly, everybody I think that they following might make it. That's dope. There's this tight end. His name is, um, I can't think of his first name right now, but I think it's Devin Kajuice. Okay. Tight end. I like him. Um, Four by nine. Went to, you said what? Used to build the Niners. Oh, Kajuice? We For drafted real? him. Okay. I think either we drafted him, we picked him up as like an undrafted free agent. Yeah. When he came in. I've been I've been rocking with him, following they've been following him and whatnot. He has a nice little backstory, you know, him and his dad are real tight. Um he's had a good couple of preseason games. I think honestly, he's been playing playing pretty well. I think he came out of Stanford. Yeah, he did. So I think they're gonna keep him. Um Another player that was um, on the bubble, I can't I, – look, I don't be knowing all the names all the time, but it was a defensive end. Hold on, I had it up. Give me a second. Um, Do you know? Shit. Oh, Nate Orchard. Um, he plays defensive end. It wasn't until, like, last week he had a defensive touchdown in the preseason game. We were all out yeah, when it happened, was, too, which we was, was watching, cool. Yeah, we was watching that, and I said, oh, shit, he got a defensive touchdown. I said, that – solidify his spot because during the 
during the what's the name? He was he was kind of effing up a little bit in a couple of the first one or two preseason games. He was effing up, so he had this defensive touchdown in the fourth preseason game. So I think he kind of solidified his spot. So I think he's going to make it. Damn, who else was it? I can't think of off the top, but just just off of um, the strength of um, Hard Knocks in general. Um, like I said, Football Day organization, the head coach. What's the, what's my man's name? I can't. Some of my brother Hugh. Yeah, I fool with him. I like what he got. Some people don't like him. That's true. But I like what he's doing. He came in the gates, was like, "Yo, this is my team. I'm gonna do what I want to do," and I can only respect that. So um, respect. Um, you got the quarterback situation. You got Baker Mayfield coming up in here, mm-hmm. and then they got Tyrod Taylor, and it's Tyrod. 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 Not Tyrod. Yeah, Tyrod. Like, he came out. Corrected people and was like, "Yo, my name's not Tyrod." Only after you know eight years, but yeah. <laughs> so, even my dad calls me that. I don't, I don't get that whole situation, but Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield—they kind of during the preseason, you know, going back and forth. And Baker Mayfield's been looking good during the preseason. Besides, maybe like he's threw a couple nos and whatnot, but I mean, other than that, mistakes. he's looking pretty good. Players on the team seem to like him. Organization, it seems like them. Of course, you gotta like the person you draft first. But um, I think they're gonna be all right. Whether they go with in the long run to Rod or you go with Baker. So I mean, they good. Josh Gordon's been chilling. Um, he ain't wasn't there until like the last two episodes. He came into effect. Um, HBO does a real good job of like making it seem like that team's about to be nice. That's good. So we're gonna see what happens, but. But they they pan it up real well. They, they make really it look do. good. So Cleveland got some like young talent out there. So I'm interested to see what they do. So I mean, that's really all I gotta say about hard knocks. But good job. All right, well that's solid. I like to hear that, man. I like to hear hard knocks is still doing well. I missed this season. I have watched previous seasons in the past as my Falcons were up there a year. I also watched. I remember the one I really liked was the Rams when they were up there as well at one time. Um, so, yeah, I like that. That's cool, man. Thank you for that tidbit on the hard knocks, Adrian. Yes, sir. All right, so we're going to get into a very popular topic at the moment. It just broke not too long ago about the whole Colin Kaepernick being the face of Nike for their 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. So the slogan that came out with the campaign was believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Hashtag just do it. I was shocked but very impressed very enthusiastic about it. I love everything about it. I love everything about it. So it's been a little bit since, you know, Kaepernick was in the league at least, doing the kneeling and everything, which a lot of people lose track on why he started doing it. I was like, what, two, three seasons? Or two 2016. Seasons? Yeah, so it started, he started, um, he started kneeling during the um, U.S. National Anthem to protest racial injustice in August of 2016. And just to talk a little bit about it and whatnot, they say um, his contract is a wide endorsement where Kaepernick will have his own branded line, including shoes, shirts, jerseys, and more. This is this is Nike we're talking about, by the way. Yes, Nike, 100%. They Nike. say he's going to be probably one of the top athletes on the line out of, like, everybody. Like, it's including, like, LeBron and everybody. Ain't he's nobody making more than LeBron. No, I'm saying, but he's going to be, LeBron. like, top three probably. Yes, they said he was signed yeah, as a star dope. contract. Puts him on the level of any top-end NFL player. Yeah. KD, watch out. Worth millions per year plus royalties. 
So it was a really big move for Nike to do this. And they were paying him this whole time. Which a lot of people didn't know. He's probably, I don't know if I can give you another Nike NFL athlete that's the forefront like this. Oh, yeah. He's 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 going to run this. Michael Vick right? might have been the last one. He ain't even, what's the name? Kaepernick ain't even playing. Yeah, that, that's what's crazy about it. But, I mean, what he's trying to do and what he's trying to bring awareness to is bigger than sports. So Very true. I gotta agree respect 100%. It. But that's what people fail to realize. They're trying to make it seem like it's something like against patriotism. It has nothing to do with that. I, thank you. That's the reason why I wanted to open it, saying a lot of people forgot why he started kneeling in the first place. Like it had mm-hmm. nothing to do against the anthem, and it had nothing to do against the military or veterans, which I know a lot of veterans that agree with Kaepernick. Oh, shit ton that of That was the... During one of the games, a veteran stood next to him yeah. while he, he d- that's the And that's the one that told him he should kneel. He asked, like, yo, yeah. is there, like, a less disrespectful, I guess, way, of, you know, to show, I guess, some type of protest without sitting? And the dude said kneel. So he was like, all right, I'll I run with that then, I, I guess. I feel like kneeling is kind of just like – sitting is a lot more disrespectful not even showing up to the national anthem, I feel like is a little bit more disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But in the NFL's eyes, to where sometimes they'll be like, "Yeah, don't come out at all." I get it because you know you don't want your you got an image to uphold. But then, like, just thinking about it, it's like. But the but the main reason they come out there in the first place is because the NFL. I mean, the Department of Defense is paying the NFL. For them to broadcast the the, uh, national anthem and everything before that. Before 2009, players didn't even come on the field for that shit. So this is all just a – it's all media-driven as far as like – or like propaganda and whatnot because, like I said, until 10 years ago, players were just in in the locker room anyway. So it wasn't even that big a deal for a player to sit, stand, or whatever. That's different, yeah. But for the most part, they ain't televised that and stuff like that until they start – I mean, the government basically started paying the NFL to televise that stuff and whatnot. It's like a partnership, basically. Yep. So people outraged over – they don't even know what they're outraged about. That's the thing. They're just outraged over the fact that you got somebody not – Showing the, I'm using air quotes, the respect to the national anthem. It's just like, yo, like, we, we, niggas love this country, but it's kind of just like, it's a bigger picture at the end of the day. We got to build ourselves, like, inside before we can, shit, I don't know what I'm saying. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's basically like, we got to fix ourselves at home before we can touch everywhere else. So, it's like. Yeah. And the, and the main ones about complaining about the whole kneeling and whatnot, they, it's like, they be at home and they don't respect the flag when they waiting for the game to come on. We, I'm sure 95 percent of people don't even like stop what they're doing when the shit playing on TV. So Very true. It's just like just because you ain't there don't mean it's not going on. Exactly. And if you, you really want to be patriotic. And y'all both been to NFL games. Yeah, I have. And the game I went to, not everybody stood up for the anthem. And this was before. I didn't the make Catholic it to the anthem, edition. so I don't know. But I, when it happened with me, it was like during the thing. I went, I went that year, like when Kaepernick was doing his whole thing. I think I went to a Skins game. When did he start? 2016. What game? It started in preseason. Yeah, he started in the preseason. preseason. I was at a 2016 game. Some people was kneeling. Uh, I think Deshaun Jackson. I went to a Skins game against the Browns. 
And Sean Jackson was one of the people kneeling. I apologize. I, I, he was. I mean, fans in the stands. Like, I have went before he kneeled and that year that he did it during the kneeling. And f- not even every fan stands up. Y'all been to basketball games as well. Not everybody stands even yeah. during the national anthem. Exactly. No one takes their hat yeah. off or whatever the case yeah. may be. Jerry Jones didn't take his hat off. Come on. Like, let's be but honest. But he the main one pushing that shit, so. It's hypocritical at the end of the day, man. So for me, the big thing on why I was proud Nike were the people that did this is the fact that they run the NFL for the next 10 years. So They got 10 got years? 10 years. Yes. So you can't – there's nothing the NFL can do to stop Nike. Nike's that's, making your jerseys. They're your endorser. So that's what made me proud. Nike did it and, and did it now. And that's why when the yeah. NFL put out that statement today – they was like, oh yeah, we are we 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 basically like they trying to make it seem like what Colin's doing is like the right thing. And they're trying to like, yes. I guess address it and all that stuff now. But before it's like they was trying to like sweep that shit under the rug and like basically like blackball him or like yeah, mute what he had black, to say. They blackballed him out the league. Dog. But since they can't get rid of Nike, it's like they kind of got to run with they that sure shit. Can't. So they they came out and said we embrace the role and responsibility of everyone involved with this game to promote. Meaningful, positive change in our communities. The social justice issues that Colin and other professional athletes have raised deserve our attention and action. But he did it two years ago. And this is our first statement. It's the first time the NFL, NFL has really said anything wow. like that. It took Talk about it. Interesting. Like, it that's took, super interesting. It took to the me. biggest biggest company, um, not biggest company, but, but the biggest um, clothing company, shoe company. It took them. Sports. Company. They run the sports world. Yeah. Like, come on, man. They why did it. it? Why? Why now? Like. But the thing is that the, the, the reason why it happened now because this wouldn't happen if Reebok was running it. No, I'm I'm saying like not even on. I'm saying NFL should have been. Like, I, oh yes, ten four. Oh yeah, I agree. 10-4. But it's like they kind of had to address it since Nike is the one they're partnered up with. It's like they can't just drop Nike. Nike, Nike's like. They if they would have dropped Nike, that's making Cap's whole oh, shit look way better. Nike on a run right now. Anybody test Nike, they're going to lose. Look at Serena Williams. Like, Agreed. I was so happy they got them. They got them, they got them up out of her, there. Made a big mural about her on the side of a building. Yep. I was super proud of Nike to back her up like that because that, that was uncalled for that they did that to Serena. Yeah. And wasn't there any Virgil doing like all the off-white stuff for um, oh, Serena? I don't even Yeah, I, I can't oh, give you that one. I, I'm I think sorry. uh that he she has the old the whole like off white joint, like the um clothing for Nike and whatnot. So that's pretty dope. I like her that, wearing man. like the tutus and everything, like I had during no the, idea. um the tournaments. So it's a it's a it's a big step. Nike's like really like had their hand in like a lot of like stuff lately. Like they was kinda like Nike was it was looking bad for Nike for a little bit. Adidas was trying Coming to get these up out of there. And they run that soccer world, so Nike can't Nike Nike's here, man. I agree. All across the board. So that's us with Colin Kaepernick right now. We'll have a lot more for Kaepernick as the year develops and the more of the contract comes out, more of statements will come out for him. Plus the collusion case is still going on. That's still hot. And you know they tried to get him out of there. They tried to basically get that shit dismissed and the, the court yeah, then, uh, the, the judge was like, nah, they want going to continue forward. this shit. So Looking good for Cap. Yeah, Cap. That's, this ad shit is definitely a – that's like a – you got everybody behind him now. Real quick, let's take like 
a minute on this real quick. Yo, they got people mad on the Super internet. Mad. People ripping Big up socks, burning shoes. That they already bought. Destroying a bunch of Nike products. Like, what's, the only thing you might do is not represent Nike no more, but you already gave your money to Nike. It's just like you lost. Yeah. Nike was still busy today. I see Nike in the outlets. It's still booming. <laughs> I mean, Nike's. Let, let me, and it's the day after Labor Day. It's not even supposed to be busy. And Nike was still booming. Let's, and, let's I not mean, forget that. And at the end of the day, Nike has way too many athletes representing their brand. And America's not the only place Nike going to make money. So, I mean. Yeah, big facts. Yeah. Big Nike's facts. big world. It's a global brand. It's not just a national sure. brand. Talk about it. So they can go to China, make a lot of money. They can go to Europe, make a lot of money. Africa, make a lot of money. You can't stop no, Nike. They, no, they're too. They're too established at this point in time. Like, like Nike's one of them brands. They would have to do something extremely drastic for them to ever fold. And even then, they still might not fold because they just too. Yeah, they, ain't, they, they ain't still got a Jordan nowhere. brand. Yeah. Hashtag you can't nowhere. stop Colin Kaepernick. Nope. Can't stop him. Shout out Cap. That's my quarterback. Big time. Shout out. Can't wait for his line to drop because I'm buying. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm I got to support fit. something. Yo, all black people out there, all people that support Colin Kaepernick, yo, go out there and support, dog. I'm buying a full he fit. He for the people, man. I'm getting the jersey, some pants with it. I'm. I'm, I'm, I respect this so much that I have to put some money. Fuck Jason it. Whitlock because he be cooning out here, always trying to down the minorities and the black, you know, sports athletes that's trying to do the right thing and trying to bring up positive, or not even positive things, negative things, too positive and negative, but they're trying to bring awareness to stuff that should be, you know, put in that light. But even with LeBron in the whole school, he tried to come at LeBron, so. He it's like he just he he says whatever like any any black person or a black athlete or minority that's trying to do something good or like do something really well is like he tries to like tear them back down for why I don't know but he does this shit all the time and it's like kind of disappointing to see as a black guy you know a black athlete or a black athlete not everybody should get a voice not everybody <laughs> and I when he's not talking about racial shit he cool sometimes but. When he's talking about racial shit sometimes, this shit is annoying. Because he always is against a black athlete. Always. Like, it's rare that he actually agrees with what they do. Yeah. Like, 5% of the time. I, I've been stopped paying attention to him and anything he has to say. Yeah, like, he's a coon, bro. It doesn't make a lick of sense. All righty, so off of that for a little bit. So since we're not only an NFL podcast, we talk about the NBA a lot. We're big NBA fans here. So something that just hit me. I saw that too long ago. Is the new shoe rule that we have going on? So how do y'all feel about that starters? I didn't know that there was like, I didn't know that was a rule. Like I kind of knew they couldn't wear like nothing crazy exotic. But for the fact that the NBA kind of like lifted the fact that you can wear whatever shoe you want to wear, whatever whatever colorway you want to wear. That's what I like. Crazy. Agreed. So it's like complete freedom with your kicks. These shoemakers are gonna freaking like go crazy now that they can just basically design almost whatever they want and two it just shows how progressive the NBA is compared to the NFL because they're willing to let the players Facts only they willing to let the players have the individuality where in the NFL is like they want everybody to represent the shield like the players run the NBA and it's not like the NFL in the NFL it should be more owners, like that. owners run that shit they do the owners definitely run the NFL 
no debate. They run the NFL completely. Yeah. But I'm agreed. I'm looking forward to the player edition of these sneakers. Mm-hmm. Like, this, oh boy, these colorways and actually seeing these people be able to mm-hmm. play in those colorways. For me, it's like what Michael Jordan always wanted. Because remember, he got fined when he was wearing different color sneakers that the NBA didn't want. His was, first shoe he couldn't even wear. Was people getting fined now? Because you had those people in, yes. like, going from last season, you had those people in the league that'd be wearing whatever and Swaggy P. Getting fined. This man, who was it? Swaggy P wearing uh, Yeezys once. He, Gilbert Arenas was wearing Dolce Gucci's. and Gabbana. Oh yeah, Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, so they get fined a lot more. My man, but like, Bocci. It's just not doesn't make like critical news. But the fact that you know, like y'all said, like people get to get so creative with the colorways and whatnot, and you're not limited to just your colors. So though, like those Lebrons he may wear or whatnot don't have to be purple and gold. Like he's gonna get like some. Fire championship ones or MVP. Yeah, but he was wearing that junk like crazy last year. Like LeBron had like mad colorways it's last LeBron, year. Dog. That's what I'm saying. He, like he did, but it's like certain colors of his shootout I wish he could wear or he wore with his jersey mm-hmm. that he didn't. So I'm just hoping like certain colorways like that. Not just him, but anybody like those custom kicks. I, I want to see like crazy eights like customized or something like that like that's what i'm looking for not so much just colorways but like customization basically like your shoes do not have to match your life there's like there's shoes out there like like there's some all red air jordan fives if you uh play on a team that's like your colors are green and blue you get to wear those all red jordan fives and not have to worry about anything so it's like that's pretty dope like you don't have to like be restricted to your team color so you can wear whatever you want so i think that's pretty dope i already thought it was going on i didn't know people was out here getting fined for it so yeah they finally get full freedom so i thought that was dope man i'm excited that the nba is a progressive brand and company and they're gonna keep moving forward it's wonderful i love to see it one day we hope the nfl does but i think they'll wisen up sooner than later nonetheless um so since we're into the nba we're we're not going to talk a whole lot about free agency right now. We're going to save that for another episode. But we are going to dabble a little bit on one of the main topics that happened this offseason, which is going to be the DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard trade, which, you know, we all thought was going to happen or we thought it wasn't going to happen and whatever the case may be. But it's official. Kawhi Leonard will be in Toronto and DeMar DeRozan will be in San Antonio. So, Adrian, tell me how you feel um, about this whole trade and, like, the winner or loser or anything along that nature. I think Toronto was on some whole shit with that. Talk about it. Um, Come on, dog. You had DeMar DeRozan, like, he invested a lot into that franchise, and you're just going to up and just trade him? He knew he wasn't going anywhere. In they fact, told him he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> and for the fact that you up and traded your franchise player because – we ain't going to get in the lottery. But the fact that you can stay on your team and trade your f- the loyalty. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day, but. Don't tell me I'm not being traded and then trade me the next week, bro. Yeah. Like, be straight up with me. If you feel like it's a possibility, just be like, me you know, like, hey, man, you know, you kind of out there, you know, on the block. You know, we don't want to let you go, but we're going to, you know, see what's out there for Larry would have been gone first. Yeah, but don't tell me, like, no, nah, bro, you ain't going nowhere. Like, we don't have no intention to train you and then. I'm going a couple of days. Like that's where, that's where it really fucks with you. Cause you like, bro, you just told me I'm not getting traded. That was wild. That was that's, wild. I guess that's the way it is, though. You don't want to tip your head, I guess, or something. <laughs> I mean, the Spurs gonna look good because you had somebody on the team who was 
injured for the past like season and a half. Yeah, basically didn't want to be there. <laughs> that too. So and barely played last year, so you're gonna get better just because you got a player that's healthy. Very true. Give you twenty something a game. Yep. Then you got Rudy Gay coming back from injury. They lost a lot of play- Spurs lost a lot of players, but I think they, I think they're gonna be all right. I agree, man. I, the trade was the trade. Like we all seen, I thought it was coming. I won't say everybody, but I definitely thought Kawhi was gonna be on the move. But who in their right mind thought it was gonna be the Toronto Raptors? And then that my brother Demar Derozan was gonna get traded. I remember watching the interview he got. He said, "I'm not going nowhere," because all the Laker fans were screaming in his face, "Are you coming to LA?" You go? He said, "I'm not going nowhere. I'm not getting traded." You know that does mess with your psyche, Adrian. I do remember you saying it is a business. That's true. But, like, for me, man, loyalty means more to me than anything in this world, loyalty and respect. So it's just – that hurt my feelings. I felt some type of way with it. But no matter what, the Spurs are going to get a quality player that's going to fit right into that system. DeMar DeRozan's going to have, like, a year that he had, like, two years ago when he really was snapping. Like, he's going to – He was snapping last season, too, though. He was, but it wasn't as good as the year before. The year before, he the, was the Rosen had a coming sure. out mid range, mid range guy. So like, I feel like yeah, because he definitely got no jump. I feel like Pop is gonna put him back into that world. Him and Lamarcus Aldridge is gonna be a crazy two punch. They got Patty Mills at the point. Uh, they also have a young no Deontay Murray. Yeah, Deontay yeah, Murray, sure, sure. he's gonna be solid. He's gonna be a great um, defender as well for them. Something they need because, granted, Tony Parker's gone, but Tony Parker couldn't play a lick of defense. So he's gonna help them. Plus, big he's time. getting older. Yeah, he, he, he had his time. Them. He had his time. He he he's been there for a long time. I'm really looking forward to seeing how Lonnie Walker plays with the Spurs. Really, I liked him at the U. Yeah. And I think under I think the best coach for him to get is Pop because he was inconsistent at Miami, but Pop is gonna be able to make him reach his potential, kind of like with Jonathan Simmons and stuff like that. So I feel like the Spurs are gonna be well if Kawhi resigns with Toronto, then they get a good win in this trade, but. I'm rolling with the Spurs. I think this was a smart pick for them. Yeah, that was good. That was good for them. They had to do something because you had a person who didn't want to play on that team. Yeah. So now the the most interesting part of that trade is Danny Green. Not that you know Danny Green was the the best player for the Spurs, but as I've been told, is Danny Green was Kawhi Leonard's best friend on the Spurs. So he was the one that like Kawhi talked to the most. Like if there was any problems between them, Danny Green was the middleman. He would speak up for Kawhi, or he would pass the messages, or things along that nature. So I found that very interesting that they traded him with Kawhi. I always just—I never even knew that. Yeah, it's like real interesting. Like they clicked and they were friends, like they're best friends. Which you know, you always get one friend on that team that becomes your best friend normally. So you know, we'll we'll see if he smiles a little bit more in Toronto. I seen that fake half smile, but <laughs> we'll see what we get more out of him. All right. So nonetheless, man. Um, that, that's our little bit of a free agency period. Like I said, we'll get we'll dive a lot deeper because it's a lot of free agency to talk about on where we'll talk about LeBron. We'll talk about DeMar, uh, DeMarcus Cousins going to the Warriors. We'll talk about Carmelo in Houston. You know, we'll talk about the draft. It's a lot to get into. It is a lot to get into. But we're going to just wrap that up with that so far, at least today. Right, so we're going to go ahead and get ready to close this podcast. So what we're going to do this year is going to be a real fun segment. So kind of like they do on ESPN or any of those other random um, sports casting brands, they do Monday night predictions. And we're going to hold a record, and then we're going to do a wager at the end of the year for who comes in last. I think it should be something on the long natures of wearing a T-shirt 
or a Bean Boozle drop. If y'all never done one of those, they are horrendous, and you will never want to do it again in your life. <laughs> so we'll figure it out before the end of the year, but we're definitely going to keep tabs on how we want to do that. So for the first Monday night football game, it's a doubleheader, this, as it always is every year. So the first one is the New York Jets versus the Detroit Lions. Javon, who you got? How you feel, Adrian? What you got? Yeah, I'm going with Detroit. Um, I think uh, off the strength of Stafford, he gonna get it done. So, uh, especially he you know he played on them big lights, so he gonna be all right. He gonna get it done. It's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a. It's either gonna be a boring game or a real competitive game. But I'm I'm going with Detroit for this one. So that's gonna be a clean sweep from us because I'm going with the Lions as well. I don't know how this game got picked for Monday Night Football, if you want me to be honest. I'm I'm looking at the schedule, and <laughs> I'm I'm still shocked that this is a Monday Night-worthy game. I guess everything you got to get one final. Yeah, give them one later down the get road. Get it out. No, get it out of the way. No, I'm too excited for Monday Night Football to see that. I There's no excitement in that game. Nonetheless, uh, there's nothing the Jets do to me that makes me weary of them winning. I don't think the Lions are that great either, but I think the Lions are better. Nope. And they should win. So I'm rolling with the Lions. That's just – I don't really have nothing more to give. I just think – I just know the Lions are going to win. All right, so for the second matchup that we got, we have the Los Angeles Rams versus the Oakland Raiders. I'll go ahead and open this one up. Let me change it up a tad bit. So I'm going to pick the Rams. Um, I don't – I'm not the – I'm the one that doesn't have that much faith in John Gruden as head coach. He was a subpar coach with Oakland. It was God, a, they got him. And was a subpar coach with Tampa. Yeah, he won a he won a Super Bowl after Tony Dungy left. That Tony Dungy gave him that Tampa two defense. Don't get me started and all that. I just don't have that much faith, and I I just don't see it. And the Rams, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think that coming out party was last year. Their defense is phenomenal. Aaron Donald is gonna come out and kill because he just got his contract finally. Offense is gonna be clicking. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it's gonna be a blowout. But I think the Rams will win by a minimum of two scores. So I'm gonna roll with the Rams on this one. I like that. Well, I think the Rams will pick it up. Um, like you said, I feel like John Gruden has a lot of question marks, and I feel like he made a lot of question moves. Mainly, I'm not saying this is only him, but them trading Khalil Mack is gonna hurt. Ain't it? Um, Who they traded a third round pick for. That's one of the boy. So I don't know who their number two wide receiver is now. Uh, you know, oh, I forget they got Jordy Nelson. So I mean, they got a you know good vet coming in with uh, Mario Cooper. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like the Raiders. They sound like they could you know come back and sneak back into something. But I feel like the moves they made and just overall, I just feel like that team is. You're not so. I think they're going to tail off, man. I think they had a great, like, showcase. Like, Derek Carr looked like he was an MVP candidate. The team looked phenomenal until he got hurt. You thought they were going to be next up. You just knew they were going to be next up. But 
Last year was a step back, and then losing Khalil, losing Crabtree, like those are big pieces to lose. Mm-hmm. Like Derek Carr, like has a personal relationship with all these people. Won't he like on and off hurt last season too? Oh, Derek Carr. Yeah. He, yeah, he was spotty. He was. He was spotty. He would come in and come out. Yep. Which was super tragic. I don't know. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm gonna make this prediction right here, right now. Gurley's going for at least two or three touchdowns this first game. So, off rip. I could see that. He's gonna be the best running back this upcoming season. So, I, I. and touchdowns. Ooh, that's strong. So. Season prediction from you, Adrian, is going to be <laughs> Todd Gurley is going to be the no de- – okay. Pick him up in your fantasy team if you haven't already. I'm I'm going to I'm gonna write this down. I'm going to post it. We're going to keep it. I can't say I disagree because Le'Veon got a chance to – he don't even want to play this season. So. I still if injuries don't – I'm not – if I had some wood to knock on, I'd knock on it. But if injuries don't come into effect, Todd Gurley. Uh, Ty Gurley is a phenomenal running back, man. He's a phenomenal running back. You know, I, I'm not going to roll with the touchdown part. He, uh, I think he was a really strong candidate for being a league leader in rushing yards. I'm going to roll with my man Freeman for the touchdowns, though. I ain't even going to hold you. I can't be mad at that. I don't think he'll have more yards with him because we do a real strong split back um, running back tandem. But I'm rolling with Devontae Freeman to lead. See, my only thing about Leonard Fournette is I'm scared he's going to get hurt. Like, that's my only problem with Fournette. But I love him because he's a north-south running back, and he will knock you down. He will. And if you get over the field, he might take that bitch to the crib. Yeah. He's going high <laughs> knees, baby, high knees. Like, he's one of dudes that's faster than you think he is. Like, might take that bitch to do distance. That's like Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's big, but that motherfucker can move. Yeah. Um... So, I mean, honestly, the way it's looking, I mean, it'll get more interesting, listeners down the road, because people are going to start picking different teams. But right now, we all knotted up the same. So, whether our teams win or lose, we're going to have the same records after this first week. But it's going to get better and interesting as the weeks pile up. So Yeah, because everything always changes. We've seen how teams open the year great and then close the, close the year trash. So, like, down the line, these Monday nights are going to get real interesting or people are going to be playing for more. Playoff positions will be accounted for down the line. You need to beat this team or that team is going to be above you within the tiebreaker. So, it, it gets spicy. Yeah, these Monday night games, I mean, these mo- I think Trash. first week Monday night games, they could be a little better. Trash. But down the road, we're going we're gonna to get some good games. So We got enough. I know we probably got at least we they get my skins at least one a year like two the most depending on shit I don't know but we probably get we probably get at least one so and that that'd be enough man I just like to be able to have like a day off of work or come home and have something to look forward to coming out of work like yo I got a game tonight I don't see you're a Redskins fan y'all are on TV all the time oh yeah I don't have the Sunday um, game ticket because I got Cox Cable so I got. Yeah, I got red zone, which is nice and all, but I like to see my team on TV. 
So the fact that anytime we play on that prime time, I know I'm guaranteed to watch my full length game, which Every, is nothing you can beat. Everybody's team's up here. My team's up here twice. Um, Broncos got at least two games up here. But um, Javon got two. He got Green Bay and he got the uh, Giants. That's not bad. Yeah, we got we got the Saints week five, and then we got we got the Eagles in December. We all got y'all got the Giants. Y'all it should, is. That's that's that should be a good game, but y'all y'all probably take the Giants though. Wonder how Odell about to play with this uh, contract he got. So big money, money, money. A lot of people got paid, man. A lot of a lot of people got they, paid. Look, they NFL starting to throw that bag. Cause people ain't playing. People like I'm not coming out. Yeah. I can't be mad at you. Like. You got you got subpar people getting over 100 mil in the NBA, but you got your superstars in the NFL not cracking 100 mil. Yeah, I was gonna say that shit ain't guaranteed. NBA, you getting all that. But what I like now. That the NFL players are doing is they're getting their money fronted. Cause see, a lot of people when they got those big contracts, even though they're not guaranteed, they put the load of the money at the back because it's a cap friendly thing. When when it's time for that, it's time for you to get paid though. They want you to restructure or they release you. We did the opposite with Jimmy too, but it helped because it was smart for us to do it now with Jimmy too because we had a bunch of room. Yeah, get it out of the way. This year, and then when it hit, it starts getting later on. We gotta give ourselves more uh, flexible cap later on, so then we can make moves and sign other players like that. So I think this year, Jimmy gonna make like thirty plus million. Yeah, that makes sense. That's crazy. People getting paid, man. No time the NFL players starting to get paid like that, like. I agree. They putting their body out there. They do a lot more with their body, putting it on online. Finally, they getting paid for that though. So, well, all right, good people. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up this podcast once again. I know this timestamp's gonna be roughly maybe a little over an hour for our first episode. Uh, real quick too, before we get up out of here. Uh, my bad, Jordan. I ain't mean to interrupt, but um, follow us on social media as well too. Um, we got our individual accounts. We're going to put that in the description, so make sure y'all follow. Uh-huh, where you at? Where you at? Search, search me on anything. 80 life 15 ad underscore lite15 i'm out here twitter guy we here yeah y'all make sure y'all follow my fellas on every social media platform that they carry if you're looking for me man i got a twitter and an instagram both the cool gray 13 that is cool underscore gray 13 once again that is cool underscore gray g-r-a-y please 13 that'll be my social media handle as well I want to give, once again, another shout-out for anybody that's currently listening to us as our first podcast. You, every one of you guys are dope. 
and you're going to find money in the near future. And whatever wish that you just wished this morning is going to come true because you're amazing people. <laughs> so we appreciate y'all Shout listening y'all. and whatnot, man. I know this was this is a long podcast. The first one's always long. It's going to be over an hour. So I appreciate anybody that's making it to this point. So once again, please follow all these social media platforms. We're coming strong every time we drop a podcast. And it's only going to go up from here. So you should want to be one of those people that start with us cause you, so you can say you were here during the beginning. So nonetheless, we're going to get out of here. Y'all be good. Peace, love, and all that other jazz. Yeah. Yeah.